0: The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Shlareth and Evans. Another tough night for the Avalanche, who get beat in Chicago 3-2. They are not helped out by... Their own poor play, also a tough call, a tough goaltender interference call on Miko Rantanen with about five minutes left in the game in a one-goal hockey game, uh, disallowed. The coaches challenged by Chicago, disallowing a goal that would have tied the game at three. Uh, what do you think about that call? I thought it was a bad call. He was getting well. He's clearly in. He's clearly in the crease once. The initial shot was taken, and then the rebound scrum was underway. But uh-huh. before that, he was out in front of the crease, getting getting manhandled, which is is part of the that's part of the game. But I I did not see blatant okay. goaltender interference. Yeah, I saw he, a guy going for the rebound while a guy was laying across his back. Right. All right. I I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, again, you can't let it get to that point. You know what? You know the difference in that is one of the Chicago Blackhawks was bodied up on Ratnan. Yeah. You know what happened in their goals? We're trying, conference trying to poke check something away while a guy's standing on the opposite side of the, like, like, there's, you put a body on people. At least, they mucked it up, we didn't, and then we turned the puck over. Uh, You can't, I I, I always am one of those guys that you can't let a bad, quote unquote, an officiating or a bad officiating call cost you games. I just, I've never believed in that. And so I look at that like, hey, that's on you guys. The bottom line, you would have tied it anyway. Here's Jared Bednar's thoughts on it. I thought they played with really good speed. We made a couple mistakes and they capitalized on, especially early on. Like the change kind of puts them in on a breakaway. So if you just kind of like break down the game for me, I think that the hard-fought game by both teams, it's 2-2. And we had multiple power play opportunities that we didn't capitalize on. And the power play didn't look great. Notice, he did not blame the call. Yes, it was a bad call, but... To say that the Avalanche lost that game because of the bad call. Uh, Now, now you're starting to sound like you're following a team that is not a very good hockey team instead of one that's the defending Stanley Cup champs. Put the blame where the blame resides. The Avalanche just, they're not playing good hockey right now. You know, it's, put it on them. You know, it's interesting. The psychology of being a coach, like you've really got to know your players. You got to know your team. I mean, that, that's something that has to be done, right? The psychology of Bednar. Like that's a little mama cat going on right now. Yeah, there's yep. some mama cat going on right now. That that that's hey man, we played hard, we fought hard. You know, a couple of mistakes. It's almost like hey guys, we gotta just like you're nurturing your guys right now, understanding that you're not playing your best hockey. And you've got your finger on the pulse, and you're like, man, if I just go scorched earth on these yeah, guys, right. it could it could fall apart. Right. I, I just sense you have got to be so dialed into what your team happens to need at that particular time. Um, I thought he may go scorched earth on him. He just went, he went mama cat. Well, it it was only the ABS fortieth game of the year. They technically are not even halfway through their season yet. So okay. I think that 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 reflects what you're hearing from Bednar, a guy that is definitely not happy, definitely not pleased, but he understands it's not yet time to blister him, but he's he's he's, he's got to be approaching he's, he's got that uh, he's got that in the chamber ready to go. Right. next on the morning, Brew. The Broncos coaching search taking a bit of a twist yesterday as Michigan as our buddy Joel Klatt predicting. Michigan's starting to step up and it's not coming from the athletic director who Harbaugh reportedly is at odds with. The school president, President Ono, stepped in and tweeted out yesterday. I'm pleased to share that I've been having very positive and constructive conversations with our athletic director and football coach, Ward Manuel and I are both, uh, want to see Jim Harbaugh stay as the head coach at the University of Michigan. Harbaugh followed up. Uh, by sending out a tweet that Ooh. said Ooh. let me make sure I have it here it is Harbaugh responds by saying quote I am in full support of President Ono's message to our fans and appreciate his support of me and the team Well, mm. wasn't there an Ono who's a speed skater yes Apo- Apollo Ono oh, so he's not the president of Michigan no Different O'No, no. I like Bono. It's a singer. Yeah, you're that's Bono though. It's Bono, not Bono would be Sunny, sunny Bono exactly. Mm. There's know no. your O'Nos is what yeah. I like to say. I've always said that. I've always go. It's very you, easy. To, yeah, very, You know your O'Nos. Very easy to it's confuse like, your it's O'Nos. Like ten, uh, uh, like rent and tenants. Uh, yes. The Onos and and Etnans. Next on the Morning bro. see you hoops with a tough night on the road at USC. With three, Peterson. Peterson falling away ah. is a long two. A late clock fadeaway to give him a three-point lead. Yeah, we got a long way to go still in the college basketball season, but uh, our local teams need to get it going. Or we're once again gonna be sitting out the uh, the tournament. As uh, I'm looking at Joe Lunardi's latest bracketology at ESPN, that's already up. Oh no, he's, he does he does bracketologies from like day one. Lord, Lord have mercy. All right, but uh, no local teams in his uh, field of 68 right now. Is Idaho in there? I do not see Idaho. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. Is it crazy? Joe? They're on the bubble. Idaho's on the no, bubble? no. They're not on the bubble. They're nowhere so you're to be telling me that's there's the no. Chance. They're nowhere uh-huh. to be found. Well, uh, you mean that that whatever division it is that Idaho plays, in, you got to wait until you win your conference championship. Probably. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Next on the morning brew, NFL playoffs begin. Wild card weekend. Oh. Don't overlook Joe Mixon in Cincinnati. We're the big dogs of the AFC. Now everybody knows that. They're gunning for us. We're going to take everybody's best shot. But they got be ready to take ours. Well, I don't know if you're the big dogs, Joe Mixon. Yes, technically you are the reigning AFC champions. But uh, Cincinnati is one of those teams. That's, everybody's focused on Buffalo and, and Kansas City. How surprised would you be if Cincinnati was the last team standing in the AFC? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Not, I mean, not at all. Offensively, they are loaded. I mean, loaded. And they seem to have fixed a lot of their offensive line woes that buried them some last year and then buried them early in the season. They have fixed a lot of that stuff. Um, Defensively, we probably don't give them enough credit for how good they are. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if Cincinnati was the last man standing. Games that are expected to be close. Chargers, Jags. Who you got? I'm going to go Jags. I don't trust the Chargers. And I think physically, from a line of scrimmage, uh, like just a perspective of the line of scrimmage, I don't think the Chargers can hold up with the Jags on the line of scrimmage. Game you did for Fox just a couple of weeks ago, rematch Giants and Vikings. Dude, the the, the Giants are the least talented team in the playoffs. I mean, and, and I don't say that. Flippantly. They they are the least talented team and I say that because what an unbelievable job Brian Dable and his staff have done with the New York Giants. That's gonna be that's gonna be a tight game. Minnesota has far more talent. Minnesota's at home. I'll take Minnesota, but that's gonna be that thing I think that's gonna be a tight game. Well, it's certainly reflected in the line. Minnesota's only a three point favorite. Figure you get the three points for being at home, then Vegas views this as basically a, a pick 'em game. Yeah, even. So we shall see. Get ready to sit back and enjoy your football this weekend. That'll do it for the Morning Brew.